This is the Kita Anime Podcast for November 8th, 2011. Episode 2, Press the Record Button. This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and Katie Data. Three shows, two guys, one podcast. That may be crappy or not. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. I'm Katie Data. I'm Dito. And here we are to talk about anime and hopefully this time remember that I pressed the record button. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyways, you probably didn't miss much because I totally butchered the intro for the other one. <laughs> so, Dito, how are you doing today, man? Doing dandy. It's it's kind of weird. Like I'm so used to seeing you every weekend, and this is the first weekend I didn't see you at all. Be fortunate. First Be fortunate. two weekends that I didn't see you at all. So That's what, double fortunate. What, what have you been up to as a late man? Just keeping it... No, nothing honestly completely nothing outside of work <laughs> just keeping it dito that's uh... keeping it dito oh. oh sorry i should put it this way and doing my game reviews oh that's oh. practically everything you still do those things but uh, yeah unfortunately but if yeah. it's not for those game reviews i enjoy so much that you wouldn't have anything huh? on your site what well, site but that thing's still around too what kind yeah, of loser puts actually. up a site like that? And it's the site that, what, three people check out? It's really just me logging in a different IPs. Let's be honest about this. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> that works. I felt, I felt really good that there was more than one, and that was me. Yeah, it's, you know, my, my neighbor has an open Wi-Fi access point, so I just log in there and get the google click for that <laughs> it works i do, I do that you, for had, this. you had me fooled you, had, you completely had me yeah. fooled man I, I do it for this podcast too ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, no i do it so i subscribe on this phone oh i subscribe on this phone and then i subscribe on this ipod that's I told you we had three subscribers. True. I should, you you don't even subscribe my, to us. You know, I should subscribe on my yeah my other know. phone. Let's just bump up know. on our numbers, man. No. no. That, <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to make it more available everywhere. So um, I think I'm I still gotta send some forms off to Skitcher to get that up. But um, if you guys have any suggestions other than iTunes. I think we're in the Zoom marketplace now, and uh, Skitcher, um, or Stitcher. Is it Stitcher or Skitcher? I think it's Stitcher. Um, no idea. Either way, uh, let me know, and I'll try to get it over there, because the more places there are, the more likely I'll get more, well, more likely we actually will have people who will listen to us, I think. Right? I think. Right? At least one of my friends listened and didn't laugh at me. Thank you, friend, because... We're really just two idiots around. <laughs> Anyways, for all of you who have not listened to us before because we're only on episode two, what Dito and I do is for every, uh, how do you describe it, TV show season of anime in Japan? Uh, yeah, we- for every season in anime, we will be covering three of them. And uh, to, just to recap from last time, we are doing three. I just repeated myself. Um, yes, three. Two, three. Yeah, two of the three. <laughs> check, check. Um, two of the three animes I'm doing, and my phone just went off, is going to be half season, so they're going to be twelve episodes. And the uh, one that we're doing is a full twenty-four, twenty-six episodes of Guilty Crown. So after the other two shows finish up, we'll be choosing two others to replace it and go to the full season of the Guilty Crown at twenty-four, twenty-six. So if any of you out there have any suggestions on some of the shows you're picking up here in the next, the next when we finish up with uh, C3 and Sean in the third season final, let us know. You, know, you can uh, drop us an email on uh, kita at ktdata.net 
or posted it in our um, our Akita anime or Akita board on ktdata.net. Yeah, we have comments, everything, and we didn't get any mailed this time around, so that's kind of sad. But I got a lot of input, like boosting the audio for the YouTube video that I'm posting up. Um, <laughs> so thank you to Ollie for that info. Um, Dito's friend, I don't know your name. I apologize, but you rock too for listening to us babble on for about an hour. I mean, I barely can do it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, shall we jump into our first anime if I can do the clicky thing with the clicky thing? Click it. Like, click it good. That. So everything that makes me whole, And this segment is brought to you by KT realizing that he didn't download episode 4, so while he's watching episode 3, he was waiting for that to finish. Aw, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Initiative. Initiative. Yep. And hopefully me not butchering this. <laughs> um, so when we, last la- la- when we last left off, Shu was like, alright, I'm done. That was, you know, exciting. Day, what was it? Maybe that was an exciting day in my life, you know. If it was on Facebook, you'd see this huge event that he had. But I'm, you know, going back, going back to school, you know, sleeping a little bit, just cruising by, you know, not caring how the world works. And then all of a sudden, the teacher comes in. Everybody, meet your new classmate, Yuzu Yuzuriha Inori. I can't say Yuzuriha, right? I can say Inori, but I figured. I should probably say her full name. So, how do you feel about this plot twist, Dito? It was something that I'm not sure a lot of the people who are watching this saw coming, you know. But I'm pretty sure there's a few out there who did. Um, as she enters, just he kind of freaks out. Everyone's staring at him, going, "Hot girl, oh yeah." <laughs> Yeah, that's all they could really say after that, and he kind of freaks out a little bit, and just asks her why, and she just says, "Because I want to be with you." So, leads Aww. up to lots of different interesting things. This is gonna be a love ah, love triangle as I hit my hot corner and made everything all funky. Um, and I'm flashing. I'll show you flashing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was actually a. Uh, I, to be honest, when I watched episode two, I thought it ended right at that scene where everything was demolished and destroyed. Um, by the way, guys, spoilers abound. If you guys haven't noticed, you know, we'll talk about stuff. So if you don't want to get ruined, watch along with us. You know, um, I'll probably I should probably start tweeting out when I'm watching the episode so you guys can keep up. I think Dito's ahead of me on these. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. Spoilers. Anyways. Um, so, if that wasn't crazy enough that she's at school, you know, she was like, all right, I need just to go home, relax, decompress, and let this all absorb in and process it. Guess who follows him home? Uh, in- Inori just goes in, you know, she just casually is at his in. door, you know, you know. She has her fingerprint just opens up and everything out the door and she just walks in and he's like, what? Um, I didn't see that one coming either because like I said, at the end of the episode two, I thought it was going to be um, done uh, at that crater scene and then somehow they'll magically appear in his life again in episode three. No, they decide to say we're going to do this in a high school. Why not, right? Um, yeah. And the but, funny part is about this is that normally whenever you get into someone, high, high school boy, you figure that if they don't walk in and there's someone there that they practically live alone. I mean, he lives in what seems to be like a bachelor's apartment. You know, a pretty, bachelor's well, pad. Hey, baby, you want to come over to my bachelor's pad? No? Anyways, 
Uh, we figure that he's just living alone, but we do find out that his mother actually is, you know, he lives with his mother. Oh, what's a And mama's now boy? the one thing that Shu has in mind, what am I going to tell my mom? Because apparently Inari is going to be living with Shu. Yeah, why not? Um, hey, mom, uh, I brought a girl home and she's staying. Did you get her pregnant? No, mom. She just happens to be a internet celebrity that everybody knows and... She wants to stay here. Oh, wait, no. They didn't have this conversation. Because you want to know why? Shu's mom's actually a uh, researcher at uh, Separa Genomics, the uh, company that did the vaccine for the apocalypse virus, or which caused uh, Christmas. What was it? Lost Christmas, I think? Yeah, it's it's known as the Lost Christmas. They have... Uh, I still don't know why they call it the Lost Christmas. <laughs> it's probably during Christmas time, and you know how the Japanese love Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Christmas. Christmas is coming up, Dito. Too soon. Too oh, soon. oh, my wallet's going to hurt. <laughs> um, you know, and if that wasn't enough, this we're still in episode one right now. Like, this literally happened in maybe the first five minutes of the episode, minus the opening, pretty much. Um, and then we also... Three. three. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just just three. correcting you. Just three. correcting you. Three. Three. Anyways. <laughs> um, but we do learn a couple things. And uh, should we do this uh, countdown style for uh, the rules of the void? Yes. Number one for the rules of the void. The void can be only drawn from anyone who is 17 years old or younger. Pedophile. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So how it works is um, if you exceed this age, I really don't know. And I'm not even sure if the, the void user has to also be 17. I'm assuming that he has to also be 17. So since Shu is 17, uh, when he turns 18, I think he's kind of SOL. And then the series will be over and we're like, oh, that, that's actually, that's, I bet you that's how this anime ends. Like that's actually how the anime ends is just... She was like, oh, look, I just turned 18. (laughs) The end. The end. (laughs) Anticlimactic plot twist. Anyways. Come on. You know how that's all anime ends. Okay. All right. All right. We'll we'll move on because somebody doesn't like to dwell. Um, Number two, the person who gets the void yanked out of them or in uh, the way I like to call it groped by Shu, um, totally loses their memory of the event. And it's due to the... Uh, okay, you want you want me to start doing pseudoscience? Because if you guys know me, that's what I live in. I live in the world of science. So according to this, the energy that it takes to break off the introns is so great it causes shock to the patient or the uh, person, and they totally forget everything. The anime said that, and I tried to apply real science to it, so... Yeah. In layman's terms, that the empathy of the shock of being something pulled out of you will knock you unconscious. Or that, okay. <laughs> all right. I guess that makes sense, right? I like mine. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and number three, this is my favorite one right here. In order to uh, initiate the void contract, so to speak, eye contact must be made. So I'm looking at you, Dito. Didn't work. Anyways, uh, since Shu is one of those people who just can't make eye contact with people, um, Inari gives him some advice, and instead of making eye contact, make what's called fake eye contact. So instead of looking look at that unibrow, unibrow, look as though they have a unibrow. I have a unibrow. No, I don't. (laughs) But pretend I have a unibrow and drink Doctor Ginger. Doctor Ginger. I don't know what they're thinking, honestly. You know, maybe it's a Japanese version of a uh, apple a day keeps the doctor away. A ginger, Dr. Ginger a day keeps the apocalypse virus away. No. No? Too soon. No? Too soon. Even though we don't live in Neo-Tokyo, so. Who knows? You know, okay, so apparently what happens is anyone who's infected with this, uh, the apocalypse virus, they tend to be, 
well, lack of a better word, they seem to like crystallize wings or feathers. Yeah. Or something like that. The, the thing was, I was trying to remember what anime that actually had like similar rockiness transformation, and I wouldn't say uh, Scryd was like that, but um, do you know what I'm talking about? I swear there was a production IG anime yeah. where everybody would turn into stone similar to that. Yeah, and the only thing that comes to my mind that kind of does that is Gadgard, but it's not the same aspect. Yeah. Anyways. If you guys um, know, email and let me know because that, you know it's going to bug me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bug him. Um, in order to, and as we learned about the voids being pulled out of anyone, um, they tend to reflect the person's heart. So this means that their heart and they're also their fears. So say, for example, you fear spiders or something like that you, your heart may, when he pulls out your void, it could be similar to a spider or something. Or if you're scared of say dogs and maybe, you know, something dog stimulated will be pulled out of you. If you're afraid of like being fat, maybe it's a fridge or something, you know, et cetera. Or you're afraid of square Enix, a cactar will come out and try and get you. <laughs> or Sora, uh, a fat Sora. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah you know so uh it also we we you know along with learning all the rules of the game because this is only a 12 episode series right yeah so they got to get that out quick um we learned a little bit more about the mysterious inori you know um you know as i was watching i thought she was kind of like ray where you don't know when she's gonna go ballistic and everything, but Dito's like, "Dude, you crazy man! Stop smoking the crack." No, I just Kita Anime Broadcast does uh, not promote. I found her to be crack. more like you know Eureka from Eureka Seven, just due to the fact that she has that kind of monotone attitude, and then after meeting someone, it kind of changes their life, so to speak. Um, she starts like gaining more of like a free will and starts thinking for herself more than just about the mission or what your leader has to say are you are you sure she really has free will like i kind of get the impression that she just takes roles from anybody who's more like in a power role in because in the case of the dude whatever what's his name for the undertakers he kind of just like guy um, yeah guy yeah (laughs) don't give me that look (laughs) i can see you on video now don't give me that look um yeah guy um, he's like, yeah, just do this, and you know, even uh, Shu, he's pretty much like, let me touch your boobies and pull out the sword and slash these guys. How about that? You know, he still has that commanding nature, even though it's not as strong as guys. Don't give me that look. I see that look. Look at that. Ah. <laughs> and, uh, Anyways, so then we find out that. Because of the last two episodes, there has Shu and Inri have been seen. So their next mission is to find the person who is who's been they have been seen by, and to track him down. Um, his his void, you know, they are known by his void is a pair of shears. And believe it or not, plot twist time. They are part of his school, and that's why Inri is there. Dun dun dun. Anyways, um, so uh, who who can guess the next part? Who in the world would be the person that would see you? Um, let's think about this really hard. Like, what would make it really dema- dramatic but predictable? What do you think, Dito? You think it would be his gym teacher? It would be that. The either nurse? the homeroom teacher, maybe you know, it could be dozens of people. So instead of just like doing the logical thing and thinking out he just goes randomly around the school and just starts giving everybody the look the look in the voids left and right i call that a drive-by groping (laughs) um but it does we find out and we find out later on that um it's actually one of his classmates and one of his like good friends too that is the one they're looking for that has spotted him but he once he dealer. figures it out, he pulls out the shears. He's you know, unconscious in there. Inari has uh, been given orders to eliminate the uh, who is in possession of the shears. But Shu steps in and protects him. 
you know, because he's still the he's nice still finds loyalty for friends. Yeah, and you you know what's funny? That scene reminded me like of like the countless scenes you see in Gunslinger Girl when one of the uh, girls just totally like shoots out anybody without any remorse because they were ordered to. Like, did, yeah. did that not remind you of that? She's just like, I have to eliminate him. And she's like, no, he's my buddy. <laughs> but little does he know. So his buddy uh, manages to get away, which, uh, man, I'm terrible at remembering names. So, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm, tor- I, I'm horrible at names, too. But... The guy in the anime, all right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. But instead, they just kind of you know, find have terms. A gentleman's agreement. Over, yeah, gentleman's agreement. Guess of, over what drink, never though? To say. Over what drink? Yeah, over Dr. Ginger. Yes, they agreed Dr. this over Ginger, Dr. Ginger. Dr. Ginger. Anyways, we see our next scene that Shu's on the train with Inari, and they have their their little speech with one another. And I love this you. Train, I never want to leave you. I didn't mean to you. That's what she said. <laughs> and as their little <laughs> sentiment sits... It gets interrupted by the train stopping where he the doors open and he was pushed out. And sure enough, the friend he trusted pushed him out and sold him over to the baddies. Uh, dun dun dun. And then so, that's the end so of we the find, episode. Yeah, that, that's the end of the episode. And we find in episode four that she was now being held up in their headquarters. And uh the funny thing is, you know, Shu being his innocent, typical person, saying, "Oh, the world is still good. I can trust everybody." He's he uh, the um, crap. What is it? What's the company? The corporation's name? The uh, DGW or whatever? GHQ. GHQ. That's what it is. The pretty much their like top soldier guy in the GHQ. Pretty much just takes Shu, wipe him off, wipes him off on the bottom is his shoe. Ha! See what I did there? Um. And uh, don't give me that look. Anyways, and you know, makes up this uh, crazy thing is like, why are you going against progress? We gave you the vaccine. You know, we know what's good for you. Listen to Big Brother. And she was like, Yeah, you guys might be right, but you know, the other guy said he was fighting for the people that, yeah, and you know, but but it's like, but I'm the good guy. Here, have a free pen because I'm a pharmaceutical company, and that's what we do—give out free pens. Oh yeah, just remember there just happens two, to be a tracking beacon. Just remember, two blue, one red calls me over. Anyways, I, I thought that was so, stupid. It's like, isn't somebody gonna notice him go? Doot, doot, doot. And it's like, what's wrong with your pen? Oh, it's just out of ink, you know. Doot, doot, doot. Couldn't it just be a single button or something, you know? But now, no, two blue, it has to be one three red. buttons actually. So Three. we find that um, after being suggested in certain things, that he's now being released, you know, well, kind, kind of released and being talked to and brought into being that whole truck. Yeah. You've been trying to. Don't give me a look. Do the thing. The thing. Do the thing. So then they find out that the true target has we find that um, Undertaker is going to be invading their headquarters. And it's for this guy who's being held in confinement. I can't remember his name either because I'm horrible at names. The crazy dude. But crazy murderer is yeah, the best crazy, way to describe he, this he, guy because he is a crazy murderer. Yeah. Like, um, a, you know, to Undertaker, he's pretty much like a uh, martyr that got caught because he, like, took out a whole uh, platoon of people, I think, or something. Yeah, so... That Undertaker is trying to get him back. So we have Shu there, who was under the impression that they're going to save him. But in reality, they're actually trying to get that guy, the murderer, out. Anyways, during the during their inter- during a part of that self, uh, he is brought into what is his lawyer, so to speak. Dun, and dun. sure enough, guess who it was? His mom. If his mom was a guy, I'd be very scared. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it turns out to be Guy. Man. Of all the names he gets, they give him Guy. Okay. But uh, he's like, well, we're about to blow up this place. I need your help. So can you just, you know, waltz down to the high security prison, uh, pull out the void, and uh, blow these suckers out? Because and... as we find out, um, 
Undertaker attacks because of Shu's randomness. Uh, he takes off. You know, he's running around. The, it's like I don't want to fight. This is your battle. No, <laughs> he's running around the headquarters, and then we find that they're going to try to follow the plan. But then apparently, Enery oh disobeys my orders. My man, and I gotta go. Tries to go rescue Shu by herself. Um, I don't think she knows how to cook, by the way. Maybe that's why she rescued him. Don't you remember that? She's like, I'm hungry. I bet you anything he cooked for her. It's just, he, she just likes rice balls. Anyway. Uh, so you said as balls. We find that, as we find later on in the episode that they come across the murderer, that guy so happens to knock off and... Oh, look at that. He happens to be under 17. ...and pulls out a void. And sure enough, that's the main reason why they're trying to get him out is because his void manipulates gravity. Yeah. And it looks almost exactly like you do you remember in Men in Black when uh A- Agent J gets his weapon and he's like, You get the cr- K is like, you get the cricket. Like when he pulled that out, that's that's honestly what I thought it was. And when he made the first shot, I'm like, dude, that's the noisy cricket, because it just like totally went and he flew in the opposite direction and all the chicanery that comes with that. So I'm gonna call that the noisy cricket void from now on. <laughs> Anyways, Dido, entertain people while I answer this phone call. No. <laughs> All right, so apparently he really is actually on a phone call right now. As the battle goes on and on and on, uh, Inari comes in and... He now pulls out her void to eliminate all the other mechs and baddies that have come because they've been overrun. So as we see this uh, battle go on and on, you back? Yes, I'm back. Just keep talking. We're professionals. I'll answer. It was an important (laughs) phone call. Anyways. (laughs) As the battle uh, concluded... He was always as Enery if he can actually trust her. So apparently he's since he, he's been betrayed by what he believed was one of his good friends, and now that Enery came to save him, he he's looking for he's looking for closure, and he decided to join up with Guy and the Undertakers, and that's where we have left off in episode four. Is that? But at the same time, too, he has the pen, so the pen. he apparently dun, dun, is going to this half hearted. Anyways, but who knows what will happen. We'll find out, right? You guys will watch yep. with me? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, um, I'm still interested in the story, you know, as cliche as some of these things might be. Um, it's uh, actually these two episodes made me realize, like, okay, the first two episodes of the series made me realize like how pretty this anime looks like it's it's a gorgeous 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 anime like a visual feast for you um what you don't get from the two first two episodes is actually seeing how awesome the score for the anime is i mean like it i just i you start to notice the soundtrack a lot more in these two episodes and i actually really like it all you know it's a actually a well-composed one so like story-wise it's a little on the average end but it's gonna keep me coming for more much more i mean i thought final fantasy 13 was pretty and sounded well too but this keeps my attention a lot more than final fantasy 13 oh final fantasy 13 running a line (laughs) um run a line for 80 hours concluded the end part two anyways um so uh anything else do you have to say about this that if you are one of the people who are really enjoying this then expect to see some more craziness and i'm expecting a little more lightheartedness from this show not to mention as as kt has been motioning a lot a lot more groping groping yeah Anyways, let's move on to our next series, shall we?
This section brought to you by... The Brazier Company. Holding up your best assets. Oh yeah! As we left off in C3, we uh, met up with the new villain called... Uh, let me see if I can get this right again. Pavy Berry, which is... Ooh. A crazy girl who loves to chain smoke, use the word bitch over using Bitchin'. it, like crazy. And we learned that Konoha, Konoha is a cursed sword, Hiraki isn't as big as a wuss as we thought he would be, and fear goes crazy at the sight of blood. Anyways, um, I, I actually love this, and then the episode starts off, because on episode two, it ended off like right when fear just went insane we didn't really see any battles but excuse me um but like in this episode right here we uh we actually see iron maiden i was so excited when i saw iron maiden like they're gonna come out with the guitars and start rocking like crazy and it's gonna be like yeah were you excited about seeing iron maiden in the anime no not as much as you were what? Huh? Okay. All right. All right. I was disappointed. So. I was really hoping it was the band, but it happens to be a weapon. Yes. <sighs> so we learned that uh, fear is actually a cursed tool. Um, whenever uh, someone happens to possess her, it turns them crazy and starts to use them for whatever purpose. So all Must her weapons are, are like from various time periods so you have like a sword you'll have the guillotine you'll have say you know iron maiden so to speak um this was like and all she was used for is like a tool of killing torture stuff like that yeah, that's all and knew. there's a lot of feedback what a lot of feedback huh? <laughs> anyways that we find out that with uh with fear now now we know uh, Sphere's true identity. She tries to like distance herself from um, Iraqi, and and, uh, and Iraqi is, is one of the people that is like whoever possesses uh, fear would go actually crazy because of the curse. And he keeps on trying to tell her that the that curses don't work on. Her. Yeah, he's like, dude, and I got plus ten resistance on that. Um, but you know. Like, no, I'm gonna go do the crazy thing. But... And speaking of the crazy thing, we finally find out that there is the that Pervy uh, Barry is actually a part of this large large organization that is known as the Kings of Gathering that apparently collects all these cursed items and uses them trying to get what they want. So probably will they're domination. here to fear because she is apparently a really powerful cursed item. Who doesn't want world domination, right? No. Nah. 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 World domination is just probably right below the list of where she really is. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, um, uh, so fear goes into her emo stage. I can't be around people. They'll all go cra I'll go crazy. And she decides to go take a swim, which I thought was weird. <laughs> and, uh, we we see in the first was it was it the first or the second episode? She's like the ocean looks so violent, and of course there's a uh, storm going on and everything, and uh, you know she starts jumping in, and guess who jumps in after? Her uh, mom. No, she doesn't oh, have a mom. I lose. She's an item. We find Dude. that Hiraki yeah. jumps after her, trying to actually bring her back because. Regardless of what she believes, that he really wants to help her. I know, and then uh, so Hiraki saves her, and like she's dead tired because that's what happens when you try to sink yourself to the bottom of the ocean. And we discover that uh, um, Hiraki has a secret power. Do you want to know what his secret power is, Dito? Yes. He has the power to stop booby growth. <laughs> He told her that, that I can, uh, if you get, so he's carrying her across the beach home and she's like, no, dump me in the ocean forever. And he's like, no, if you get off, your breasts will never grow again. And she's like, ah, so, um, 
this actually brings me to a uh, point. Like, y- you know how in Guilty Crown they'll just stick in these like random funny scenes on here. Um, I thought that uh, C three was going to be a lot more, uh, you know, kind of kitty joking school craziness, you know, comedy type thing. But this anime just it like turned after episode two. It's gotten really, really dark, with like yes. re- really quick. Because you know, from these animes, you expect they go four or five episodes of happy, fun time, and then they start picking up a really big arc. But this one goes um, really deep, and I mean the uh, so uh, how do you say her name? PV Berry. She loses an yep. arm in that battle, and uh, Mumra. all right i've been watching a lot of thundercats okay um but uh mummy maker yeah mummy maker (laughs) uh comes and saves the day and then fixes her up and whatnot but dito what happens we find that uh money mummy maker is actually to assist uh barry into retrieving fear in cube and due to this, uh, she is a possession of uh, cursed bandages that uh, she, for whatever reason, like she has lots of burns, cuts, bruises, and apparently has just been possessed by something. I don't even know, honestly. But uh, she is like, very reluctant of being touched, very reluctant of stuff, but very being, I don't know, God God knows if it's actually being pervy or curious, tells her to get naked because yeah. she wants to see exactly what she might be hiding. She doesn't she doesn't like her to wear the was or however they call or whatever she calls it. It the, sounds like the was. The was. Yeah, it's like W A S A A S was. But um Barry is a uh, very 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 adamant about things are like cursed items wash she just absolutely hates it so after this uh, mummy maker decides to pay a visit to our heroes so to speak and tries to warn them give them a fair warning saying that she doesn't want violence itself if we can just if she can just hand over or they just hand over fear and cube and you know no bloodshed can be taken you know stuff like that of course the reviews and Mummy Maker leaves uh, their, her little calling card. Spider Mummy Maker. Spider Mummy Maker, yes. And leaves her now calling card, like I said. To where uh, they're... You have one day to decide. It's just, kind of you thing, need yeah. one. We need more cards. Anyways. Is it going to turn into uh, card she... captures? <laughs> Will we be able to catch her in the card and go... Magical powers? No? No. Oh. Um, it's she left him that so she can contact him if, if she ever changes her mind. So, and at this point, we find out that their student body president happens to be in the house with them. And how do you explain that? How do you explain that to someone who's completely normal? That oh, by the way, now I have um, a cursed sword that is, uh, you know, sitting right here eating. I also have a cursed cube sitting over there eating too. In yeah. human forms. How do you explain that to someone, honestly? Oh, yeah, and I live with both of these girls now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, after that, we see Haraki sleeping, and all of a sudden, we have our spider monkey attack him at night. Spider monkey, spider monkey. <laughs> Come on, you gotta admit, that's what you thought of when she, like, just... Actually, I wasn't really thinking much about that, but now that you put that in, in frame, like, yeah, yeah, spider monkey. <laughs> so, as um, as they tried to, well, fear kind of goes a little crazy and everything, and uses one of her cursed calling tools and lobs off an arm. At which point, spider monkey spins her spider monkey web <laughs> and <laughs> flees and flees the house where. Uh, they're now left into thinking that they're not safe. Dun, dun, dun. And then back to Barry, where she wakes up and finds a large suitcase, like a large cello case. And And guess what's inside? JT, can you guess? Um, a cake? Actually, the cake was a lie. It was a giant 
axe, which apparently is a cursed axe that was by the name of Dance Time. Um, this axe apparently is absorbs someone's blood and becomes, well, its own personality, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so, like, sh- when they're actually fighting, the the axe is doing the fighting, like, uh, PV. She doesn't really uh, control it. She's just essentially holding it. She's a warm body hanging on for the ride. And uh, that was, um, but After. the, but uh, to activate the axe, she had to do something very dark and deep. And with that, something you. Something that you probably wouldn't have expected. Um, after uh, Barry uh, woke up and found out what happened, uh, she actually attacked and killed our spider monkey. No. And that's now why we have a cursed, crazy, psycho, axe-wielding, sm- chain-speaking woman. <laughs> um, yes. yes, and so then you have the ensuing battle right here. And they don't want Curse to fight because they want don't want her to go all crazy again. So it's uh, just uh, Haruki and uh, what is it? Konoha. Konoha. Yeah, um, fighting off, and you know, they they uh, we find out why uh, Haruki's doing all this because you know he's pretty much just like you and me essentially, except he's just resistant to curses, and you know he. Uh, he admits that he feels guilty that humans had caused the creation of all these cursed tools everywhere, and that's why he's uh, fighting, you know, trying to make amend wrongs. I guess that's how you say it, right? Um, Amendments. And, you know, as uh, Fear sees that, you know, she starts to realize why she wants to fight, since mostly, before, before this point in the anime she kind of just acted on emotion and when we get to this point she actually starts seeing a reason why she needs to fight and not just to just to kill because she was made to kill and torture and all that yeah so essentially she learns that her past she doesn't have to be tied down by it and she can pretty much live the way she wants to by her own standards and since she now realized this. She can now. Now she looks like she's going to start fighting. And this is where we leave off in our fourth episode. Well, no, you left off the little end part where she tries to give Haruki a back rub in the shower naked. <laughs> Anyways, you guys got to watch that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I won't delve into that. Uh, you'll have to find out for yourself. Anyways, uh, should we move on to our next uh, anime? Let's go. Just gotta turn the knob and do this. This This segment is brought to you by the people who have fire. Because some people just like to see the world burn. Burn. <laughs> I was actually watching Beavis and Butthead the other day, and they were making fun of the uh, the uh, management music video where it's like they're like eh, they should put fire behind all the text because I'd read it because there's fire. <laughs> they got to figure out how to put fire behind books, and then I would read books. <laughs> Anyways, I like Beavis and Butthead. What's wrong with that, Dito? I can, just, I can I watch animation that's not, I, I, I can watch anime or non-Japanese cartoons. Can I not? No. Yes. So, um, where we left off in our first two episodes, uh, you know, they were just reminding people what happened in the last season. Because it's been a while, you know, since they've actually shown it. So, uh... They, they show what uh, Ball Mask is actually up to and, you know, seeing uh, what, who's still there, you know, because that's what happens with the bad guys. They get axed off. Uh, <laughs> and then we also uh, learn that Shauna's trying to do a falcon punch with the giant fire and everything because fire, <laughs> fire, <laughs> makes everything better. 
Um, and then we uh, learn that uh, Sat. Oh, however you say Sato. It. Sato. I'm not a big fan of the dude. <laughs> um, is uh, leaving to train for Outlaw and. You see in the uh, what, second episode, as he leaves, he just gets this eerie feeling of the train crossing by, which happens to be a Yuji, and he's back, baby. Dun, dun, dun! So, um, as we approach our third episode, oh, you Dito, walking around town, just kind of reacting the memories from season two and season one. Huh? Uh, nah, keep going. You were dying, okay. me, but you're back. Yay! I am back, guys. Hi. Um, as we run, as uh, Yuji's running around on Memory Lane, um, they all the other flame hazes, Marjorie and Shauna and all them. By the way, almost like is, I almost thought that this was going to be a clip episode. I'm like. It's episode three, and you're going to do a clip episode. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was kind of like, as soon as I saw all these reenactments, and I'm going, oh, boy, here we go. Are we, I know that peop- I know the show hasn't been seen. Like They haven't shown the last episode or last series for almost like two years, one to two years now. I was pretty sure that if they did this, it would just kill the fans. Like, the fans have just been... Anyways, as we progress... He's. We learn more about that. Um, what exactly Sean has been like trying to accomplish with her flame fist is that it's a new uh, it's a new power to uh, awake or she awakens a new power that allows her to manifest her um her what is it called the, the um, togama yeah like the, the basically it's yeah. the the embodiment of who she is uh, who she has with them it's the um, Flame, the flames of uh, heavens, yeah. Alistair. It's to utilize his power more efficiently into a, man, a physical form. So as she's trying to per, try, as she's trying to perfect this technique, is when they actually uh, meet up with the the, the the Kai, so to speak. Um, they sense Yuji, and they're trying to investigate. Um, yeah, and uh, the, the funny thing is that uh, Marjorie, she. This, I don't know why they put this scene in here, but I just started cracking up because, um, oh, what's her name? The maid lady. Uh, she, she, her, yeah, um, her pocket starts ringing and she picks up a cell phone and Shauna's just like, what is that? It's a cell phone. Everybody has one these days. And I'm like, really, really? What, what year is this now? <laughs> not just that too we we also learned that the the other person with the phones calling marjorie has an iphone yeah. <laughs> that's what made me crack up um apple power for the win i guess <laughs> um and then i also thought it's funny that like even though she didn't shana didn't know what that was she like four seconds later can i borrow that and then she calls the um Oh crap! What's the other chick's name? Uh, I want to say Yumitska. Um, I don't think that's right. But and then she's like, "I don't know this number. Let's pick it up." Hello. Adventures, (laughs) adventures. So at this time, we find out that they are now forming a plan, trying to find out exactly where this presence is coming from. So we have Sato's friend, and yeah. Why am I such bad names when it comes down to this? The girl in the anime. Yeah, the girl in the anime with the bangs. Bangs. The person with the hair. Uh, They now form a plan to try to uh, uh, locate where this presence is. As they go back to – as they go um, try to find this, we find that Shauna and Yuji meet up of all places on on top of the bridge. Aw, lovers on a bridge. Isn't that awesome? Um, and, you know, of course, that's where you expect the episode to end, right? <laughs> Good thing of here course. at Kita Anime Podcast, we do two episodes at a time. <laughs> so, um, of course, the uh, fourth episode, we go pretty much right back into them uh, on the bridge. 
I should remember this because I just saw it about two hours ago. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you think it's just going to be a one-on-one -on -one battle. And then all, all of a sudden, uh, Marjorie shows up and the uh, other lady. <laughs> wow, why am I so bad with names? <laughs> it's a little bit ridiculous. Yes. Um, but uh, so then, at this point, at this point, they uh, start attacking because uh, Yuji gives off his true name because his true name, true form, which is a true name, is Serpent of the Ritual, and apparently the Alistair is, doesn't believe it too because it's of, of a legendary. Uh, I'm, not, I'm sure I want to call it legendary god, you know, but like, it's on equal terms of Alistair, Flame of Heaven. Yeah, like his uh, counterpart, his equal, his. Uh you know the 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 yang to his yin kind of thing you know <laughs> you know um but uh you know and they're they're all like oh my god yuji's he's been brainwashed he's been tricked he's uh, being controlled and coerced and he's like no i'm still yuji homies i just chose to be this yeah. way <laughs> they just they keep on thinking that he's possessed and tricked like but in reality, he's actually trying to change. He's trying to change the what's going on between like the denizens, flame hazes. You know, he's just he wants to he wants to protect everybody. And uh, yeah, so he decided to make a deal with the essentially made a deal with the devil to make everything go his way. And now we start this uh, probably for the rest of the season of uh, this crazy love hate story between. Shauna and Yuji and all that good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much because we're seeing like Shauna being conflicted because she sees Yuji, but she sees him as an enemy, but doesn't want to believe it. So, at which point we see the a fight break out, and and of course uh, Yuji just confines both Carmel and Marjorie into this big web ball of silvery doom, where. Marjorie's just like, uh, oh, uh, um, get me out of here. I'm going to go beat you down. He's like, don't you want to learn about the silver? And then this actually, I think this is so far in this series. This is my favorite moment right now when uh, it's spoiler, major spoiler. <laughs> uh, it It's revealed that uh, the silver that kind of destroyed everything of Marjorie's is herself pretty much herself it's a self-reflection of her inner self and it drives her nuts and i have to give it to the voice actress who did her voice because it's just just this spine chilling scream like she just totally goes nuts and that scream just makes you just go deep down inside and yeah <laughs> i was just you're just listening to it you're going like Oh, yeah, she's like, yeah. It's it's just a really good job yeah. on that. Like that voice actress who's playing Marjorie did a really good job of showing complete and utter terror. Like, yeah, if if you're the type of person to watch an anime while you're doing something else, stop what you're doing and watch this scene. Seriously, it will send chills down your spine. And I was like, oh wow. And like you can actually see Marjorie because she's usually a strong character. She's been a strong character throughout most of the Shauna series, and you just see her totally broken down, completely down to her like core. Like there is no person there at at all after yeah, this. She, and you're like, oh, like her spirit is completely, utterly broken. Um, and you know, um, after that, pretty much, uh, Yuji just decimates everybody with his pinky finger <laughs> yeah pretty much and at the, the battle between shauna and yuji the flails on where you see them kind of throw each other's flames at each you now it really does look like a, a scene from dragon ball just you know two energy waves hitting each other <laughs> clashing and sure enough that the winner itself was yuji and takes shauna away also the platform of scene or whatever that whatever that treasure was that was in the tower from the other the other denison from the first season but she just kind of like goes in there and is like ah this is already mine and then he's like sup guys i'm just getting what mine is and i'm peacing out peace 
and that, that that's literally how the episode ends so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm excited to see what happens um like this really even though it's been however long since i've seen the original series of shauna like this has drawn me in again and it i think even if you haven't seen it it this series doesn't you know it gives you enough of the backstory to understand what's going on but if you're a huge fan it gives you you know you're a kid in a candy store they're pretty much living up living up to what the other series have been and going a little bit farther um so i'm 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 really excited for it i was kind of skeptical when it's like really but um i know dito's either he's not moving or he's really excited for this you like <laughs> over there dito <laughs> no, it's like I find this. I find the where the story is gone and explaining Silver because that was what they're pretty much explaining the second ep- second season at the end is that you know this is Silver, blah blah, and Marjorie defeats Silver. So you feel like oh, you know there was something there, but in reality we just find out that it was her. It was her all along. Um, yeah, I know it's cr- it's crazy. And ah, seriously, guys, if you don't watch any other episode, watch the the uh, what is it fourth episode. And like, oh, it will make you want to watch the rest of the series. It's like she did a really good job. I can't get over that. <laughs> I still suggest to go through the series and watch it because if you just watch that, you'll be completely lost. Yeah. Turn off this podcast right now and go watch it because the stuff we do is crap compared to that episode. Okay. Make sure you subscribe and press play a couple times. You know, build up our numbers, but you know, go watch that. <laughs> just don't tell them you didn't finish. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about Shauna? I think it covered everything that's going to be really new covered. I don't. I think we gave enough away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty much the end of episode two, Dito. And I think I screwed up more in prep in preparing episode two, even though I had more time than I did in episode one. You only forgot to press record, and we only got through like a third of it before we realized that we had to redo it. Uh, I don't know. I am. I only like butchered half of it. Anyways, guys, for anybody who's made it this far, thank you for listening to our crap. I promise it will get better. It's getting better. You see Dito on screen now. We're getting closer. You know, Uh, I gotta. I gotta work my way up to being able to see him for an hour straight. And then eventually he'll be in studio if I ever clean it up. <laughs> work up the courage. Um, work up the courage. Got to work up the courage. Um, but remember, we love to get feedback. So if you want to send us feedback, just send it to Kita, K-I-T-A. Wow, I can spell. K-T can spell. Uh, Kita at ktdata.net. K-T-D-A-T-A dot N-E-T. Um, any feedback. Um, if you're going to send us feedback saying it sucks, please tell us why it sucks other than it sucks, you know, because we really actually want to make this better. And as li- as lighthearted as I am. Creative know. criticism is accepted. Does not matter. Just let us know anything that you want to see, anything you want us to do. If you want us to read your emails, yeah, doesn't matter to us. You know, yeah. I we'll, was gonna, we'll do what we can. Yeah, I even have an idea for a... Uh, mail time themes i need somebody to send in an email so we can play it (laughs) that's all i gotta say um and of course if you haven't seen a uh if you haven't of course if you want to watch us live and trust me watching us live is probably more interesting because we have a lot of screw-ups and katie's just stupid um and ugly yeah, very ugly. I should just leave Dito on screen for the whole time. Um, no. Just go that, to... Uh, that, that just scares people away. I don't know if I haven't scared them away. Um, just go to <laughs> ktdata.net forward slash live. And, you know, if you actually like hearing us talk and seeing all this stuff, uh, make sure you go to uh, ktdata.net for all our reviews. I mean, Dito just barely put up a brand new review, and it's about boobies and shooting things and more boobies pretty much <laughs> yes my last one i did two of them within a week actually two. Uh, i just did a fate extra for the psp you go you should go check that out and then also the new most interesting game out there odometius for the xbox I 360 
Um, so yeah, make sure you go check it out. It's actually a pretty good review, and uh, you know that's the best way to contact us. And uh, you know, if you want to watch the live recording, I always, I almost always forget to do this. Is uh, we do it that's every two cool. weeks because. I'll be honest, I'm a busy person, so is Dito, and doing it every week is a little harder. Probably, I, these episodes probably be shorter, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so November 22nd is the uh, next one. I think, is that before or after Thanksgiving? That's before. Yeah, so it'll be before Turkey Day, so, you know, you guys can come in and listen to us and uh, enjoy all the fun stuff, so... Um, it was fun today, Dito, especially after me screwing up so many times. Yeah, and our fun, our fun little, we, we'll start at 7, but we won't actually get started till about 8.30. It's Asian time, alright? It's Asian time. And I, I want to thank all of you. Thank you, Dito, for being here. Um, I want to thank all, all the people who actually Three. listen, all three of you or how many you are thank you for you know coming in listening to us except rev because he sucks um <laughs> uh we'll see you next time and you guys enjoy go watch the next two episodes and meet us back here on the kita anime podcast see you later guys see you guys And then you fade the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>